0: The following is a Sweet Truth media production and may
1: not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters,
0: get around! It's time for the sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs>
2: paying some attention to the news.
3: Well, hello everyone. I am Billy Dees, and this is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. If you've never joined our program before, we are live twice a week, Monday night at 11 p.m., and then also on Thursday night at 11 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. We are the uh, Sanctuary of Sweet Truth on Spreaker and also iTunes. My co host, as always, is Sugar Shane. How are you doing, Shane? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Also with us tonight is Jack Casey. What's going on, Jack? Hey,
2: how's it going, guys? Sitting here freezing my ass off. I'm doing better Free- than
3: Betty Crocker. Betty Cro- doing better than Betty Crocker. Now, you have to explain that one. What What didn't is that she about?
0: Just, didn't she just pass?
3: I don't know. I think yeah. Betty
2: Crocker is just a brand name. I don't think it's an actual person.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm a little unclear on that one, there, Shane. I'm oh, not I sure about she that. Actually, oh, I saw something. Maybe it was a fake news post,
0: but I saw something where she actually, where they said that she had passed away at 88.
3: <laughs> I don't know if, if it's true. I'm uh, my condolences to whoever's involved, but I have a feeling that that's I don't know that's something's not right there. Betty um, Crocker
2: is a branded fictional character used in advertising campaigns for food and recipes. It was originally created by the Wasburn or Washburn Crosby Company in 1921 following a contest in the Saturday Evening Post.
3: There you go, man. Uh, That's kind of what I feared. Uh, so, so did, uh, Harry,
2: did Harry Potter
0: die, too? He might have. <laughs> he <They> might have.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I was just going by what I tell. Oh, I don't know nothing about that shit. I don't follow food <laughs> enough know whether they're real or not. Hell, I just eat That's the damn okay. shit. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> For all I know, Miss Butterworth might be real. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about the Pillsbury Doughboy? Oh, I yeah, know that's be real. He's real. Okay. <laughs> he's real. Okay. He right. screams a
2: lot well, when you throw him in the oven.
3: Did you do anything? Uh, I'll start with you, Jack. Anything interesting uh, this weekend you'd like to share with us and the audience?
2: Eh, not a whole lot. Just uh, looking into the WordPress thing and... I don't know, watching stupid YouTube videos. Didn't really do uh, much. It's been cold, man. I don't want to do anything.
3: Man, wait, wait, yeah. wait till it gets really cold. It's not really cold yet. You know? Yeah, I know. That spell in January, it seems like in January, the right, you know, like tail end of January, first part of February, we always get that spell where it's like yeah. zero. Yeah. You know, like, uh,
0: I remember exactly. when that happened one year. I used to walk to work, which wasn't very far, and we got yeah. up to about what we're going to be tomorrow, 38 high. And yeah. I walked to work with just a damn t-shirt on, man. I didn't even worry about putting a damn jacket on. And they looked at me, and they yeah. said, "They said, damn, you, you, you ain't got a coat on? I said, hell, man. I said, we've had 20-degree days. And we had had 20-degree days for a solid month that year. No shit. The yeah. whole month. The high was wow. in the 20s. I said, damn, this is like a heat wave.
3: <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised i mean there are times when uh i'm shoveling snow man i just start burning up and you because you wear heavy clothes and then the next thing you know you're out there more or less working out you know right and um uh, but anyway oh man I one, to... i'm glad i don't have to shovel snow mm. oh it's bad yeah i'm uh, next yeah uh, we ever buy another <laughs> house it's gonna it's either gonna have a short driveway or i'm going to invest <laughs> in a snowblower i don't know which I'm but supposed anyway, to
0: shovel
2: my driveway, but I just pretty much just pull my car in and out now the driveway until it compacts it down and salts yeah. it. See,
3: that's, that's what I always uh, that drives me nuts because that that can turn into ice, and then, and and it, if you get a spell where it's going to stay cold a while, that can be there a long time, and uh, that drives me nuts. But anyway, I uh, managed to get some things done in my studio this weekend. Um, I actually moved some stuff around, and I got a little bit more of a proficient workspace here. So, I'm happy about that. That was my exciting adventure over the weekend. Was All uh, right. Yeah, that was uh, only a geek would yeah. <laughs> understand that. All right. It no, um, would be a
0: productive weekend, though, yeah. I'd like to get some okay. of my shit cleaned up. I just went to a Christmas party at uh, Christina's work. We went there Saturday night. And uh, had some good food. I tell you what, whoever their catering company is is top-notch. Whoever yeah. they used, I mean, they just had some stuffed mushrooms. Good, God, they good. They had a little some kind of salt, uh, what they stuffed them with. Had a little bit of heat to it, but it was just Uh-oh. enough. Heat, but it was just enough heat to where it still made them taste
3: good without killing you. You know, yeah, that's the thing about hot stuff. Uh, that that just being hot for hot sake isn't good to me. It's got to nah, have some flavor.
0: Yeah, I can't stand that. That's like when I first moved up here. A friend of mine came from uh, moved up here from South Carolina, and we were sitting here talking. And he said he liked his chicken dipped in Frank's hot sauce. So he talked me into trying it one time. And I'm sitting there dipping the Frank's hot sauce, you know, the chicken in the Frank's hot sauce and taking a bite. And he said, what do you think? I said, honestly? I said, the Frank's hot sauce ain't bad. I said, but that's all I'm damn tasting. I can't even taste the damn chicken. (laughs) I said, fuck it. I said, man, I'll just eat the chicken. I said, man, because I mean, I want to taste the chicken. So right, that's why you right. drizzle it instead of uh, instead of dipping it. Oh yeah, he doused yeah. his shit, man. I mean, he's oh, like God. Yeah, he. I mean, it was like it was like this ch- the uh, chicken was a stick for him. He was eating Frank's hot sauce on a stick. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. But I mean, but I don't mind a little heat. See, what I would do with the Frank's hot sauce is make a big old ass vat of chili, and then I mm-hmm. just pour a little bit of that into the chili and mix it in for flavor and give it a little bit
3: of heat. Yeah, but. Well, you know, uh, last week, you and I talked a little bit about the Academy Awards, and uh, we talked about how the the ratings have been dropping because, and this was my opinion, but uh, the the ratings have drastically fallen off, and I believe it's because a lot of these uh, award shows have become uh, uh, stages for these stars who know very little about the causes they are talking about to come up there and bloviate. About all these uh, political things, right? And uh, I know that you, uh, you, you know, you're a, a fan of the Academy Awards because you enjoy the actors and the theaters and all that stuff, and that's great. You know, right. I, I, I I enjoy movies and and, and all that stuff. Uh, who doesn't? But I I noticed that while we were actually talking about the, this, actually transpired last week. Mm. Ke- Kevin Hart. And he's of course the comedian, and he's been in any number of very successful movies. Uh, he was picked to host the Academy Awards, and and that's been a uh, a prestigious uh, job for a long time. Uh, oh yeah, I believe I believe Johnny Carson did it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, he did it, I believe. Um, a few Crystal. others. Uh, Billy Crystal is probably one of the more notable ones, absolutely, yeah. with all his impressions, and very very talented guy. Yeah, he is. But anyway, I actually, um, prior to the show that we did, I remember uh, uh, catching a a soundbite by Kevin Hart saying that this was something that he always wanted to do. This was something that was very much on his high list of things to do. Well, I not only got this news, okay, I mean, I just barely got the news, and I find out that he had to step down from it. Yeah. because um he apparently had tweeted some stuff years ago and uh, there there might, possi- there might possibly have been some stuff in um uh, his uh stand up routines that uh, offended um, the LGBTQ community, so he was pressured. And I, I don't know the sequence of events here, but it's something about the academy wanted him to apologize, and he issued a couple of statements on social media, and a lot of people didn't feel that those were true apologies, and it went back and forth a few times, and finally he just said, "The hell with it, I'm out."
2: Yeah, never apologize to those people.
3: Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's one of the things I'm going to toss out there. Is uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of get your guys' take on this, and uh, there's a couple of layers here. Should he should he have been called out to begin with, you know, for something that happened years ago and was part of, I presume, uh, some kind of jokes or something? Um, and I, I hear again a lot of those tweets and stuff were deleted, so there was no way to uh, uh, you know to thoroughly find all this stuff and vet it let's just go without saying that there were humor that some people may not find have found funny and uh second of all should he he have handled it better and it seems like jack you know about this so i'll start with you what's your take on this
2: well i know the kind of situation that's being described basically a bunch of whiny crybabies on the internet get their panties in a bunch because they look around for stuff to you know get offended by and then they dig through somebody's profile who they target and then use stuff from, like, 8 to 10 years ago to ruin their lives
3: or to, you know, get them kicked
2: off of jobs, stuff
3: like that. How far do you have to scroll down somebody's account to find that stuff? And it seems to me like that would take forever.
2: And that's my thing. That's what indicates to me that these people are actively looking for things to, you know, cry and whine and be offended by. You know, like, it's a non issue until, like, uh, you know, and the thing is that it's always a small minority of people who do this crap. Like, yeah. um, like in the video game industry, a lot of these people who like start these fights over like, oh, there aren't enough trans people in video games or whatever, <laughs> are the ones who don't even buy video games.
3: Right, right, right.
2: So um, I think personally he shouldn't have apologized at all. Because what happens is you end up – this I've seen this happen time and time and time again – the, uh, the party who has quote-unquote been the offensive one has tried to, you know, make an apology and it's never enough. And what it does is it makes them go and, you know, dig deeper and uh, anchor in yeah, deeper yeah. and try and cause more attention. So, I mean, if I was personally in trouble with a bunch of these uh, PC social justice warriors, I'd refuse to apologize to them. Yeah. So what are you going to do from there? It just gives them more ammo.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane, I know that this is something, uh, I'm sure you're a Kevin Hart fan, you like uh, movies, you like the Academy Awards, this is something yeah. that should mean something to you, what's your take on it?
0: I think for them to go that far back and judge a man by his words, we know that what we think now could change at any moment is wrong. I think a man, you know, should be given a chance to not, you know, have the same opinions he may have had 10 years ago or how far back they went. Yeah. But with the same token, I think the Academy Awards should be just that, not a political platform. I don't think it has no business for any dumbass to get up there, accept an award, and then start throwing off on the politicians. Yeah. Now, if you're in an interview And it's brought to your attention to give your opinion. So be it. Because you've been asked to give your opinion. Then, And I think they're entitled to their opinion just like any other red-blooded American. But I don't think they should use their celebrity to platform themselves out there to give their opinion. It should be in that case. That's why I think ESPN was wrong in firing Hank Williams, Jr., When he made the comment he made about Obama, because he didn't say like Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent said, go shoot him or some stupid shit. He said
3: some pretty radical things. Yeah,
0: yeah, Hank Williams Jr., the only thing he said when they asked, did he like him as a president? He said he didn't care much for him or something like that. He just said he didn't like him. Or, you know, he just made a bold statement. He wasn't crazy about him as a president. Yeah. Shit, next thing you know, they fired him on Monday Night Football. Well, guess what? Obama's out of office, and guess who's back on fucking Monday Night Football? I mean, shit. Yep. They knew they were wrong, man. I mean, hell, he—you asked the man. He didn't even bring it up. They asked him. Yeah, and, and he gave his opinion. How in the right, fuck right, are you gonna right. fire a man when you asked the guy that? So no. Yeah. But don't use it when you're getting awards and shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of that uh, professional
2: tennis player who, um, a while back, he was like retired but he, you know he had book deals that he was going through and everything and he was asked by a reporter if um if women players would actually stand a chance against you know male players and he said no
1: yeah. and he
2: had a really a perfectly rational reasoning behind it you know like men serve a lot faster have a lot yeah. more strength tend to be and which is all based in biological science and uh, he got jumped on so bad that he lost his book deal and had yeah. to deal with like death threats and all that for literally years all because he was asked a question to give his professional opinion on, he answered it in his opinion.
3: Right, I got you. And
2: that's why you never apologize to these people. He is, yep. he, and he refused to apologize. He was one of the few that didn't get on his knees and beg for forgiveness. He said, no, I stand behind what I said. You know? Well, that's
0: true in a lot of ways, and I ain't trying to be mean, but, hell, I don't know many people in the world that could uh, serve like Pete, what was the name, Pete Sampras or something like that. It was over 100 miles an hour his serve would be.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. I mean I I mean hell
0: most men can't.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean uh uh you know, you know, it's getting to the point now where you can't even talk about unquestioned biological differences without being a hater. Yeah. And I, I don't um you know, I don't understand that and uh uh you know, women have a lot of advantages over men, I'll be the first to say. You know, and uh oh, yeah. but you know what? And uh, but anyway, um, here, here here's the situation now with the Academy Awards. I know people have. Well, I've I've gotten some flack in the past. I've said you know about uh, using these award shows as a, as a platform to uh, talk about politics. Probably isn't a wise thing to do. And I people have gotten on that case. It's all about free speech. You know, these people have a voice, and they should use it and blah. blah. All right, all that is true. No, no one is questioning anyone's free speech rights for crying out loud, okay? But here's what's happening. These, these award shows are being destroyed, and that's just not my opinion. You, you can check this out. Most of these award shows, the, the ratings have been nosediving. Well, I believe it. And uh, uh, that's one of the reasons why they hired Kevin Hart. Because their hope was that he would bring in a, a, a larger, younger audience to check out the Academy Awards. Okay,
2: and I think he would have done a great job too. That dude's hilarious. Oh, he yeah, is. That's good.
3: Yeah, he's good. And uh, so now they got a situation where it, it's already late in the game to to you know get a major star to host this, and um, now it's become a hot potato. And uh, whoever takes it is, you know, the question is going to be, would Kevin of Hart have done it better? And I'm not sure. I would want to be in that position to take on that job. And if you're the Academy now, you're gonna you're gonna get stuck with a real snooze fest oh, in yeah. what which should be one of the big nights of of, of Hollywood. So, uh, what would you do in that situation? Is is there an answer to that?
0: Either one of you? Uh, um
3: I don't know that there's a good answer. I don't know yeah. what you can
0: do. Yeah. Yeah. I sure hate you no, doing th- it, though. God.
2: If I was the commissioner, I would have just told him to fuck off and yeah. retired him. But, you know, I mean, that's just me. Because it's always a vocal minority, too. I mean, most of these people yeah. probably don't even watch the Academy Awards. That's the wars.
0: thing about it. The majority suffers for the minority. The minority will stand yeah. up in this country and make some kind of bullshit claim about how they're offended about this and offended about that and why, 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 why the fuck why. And when they get done, the damn courtrooms will sit down and they will settle with the damn minority and fucking fuck the majority in the ass. And that's BS, man. Well,
2: that's yeah. kinda like, you know, at a job like one person does something stupid and everybody else like suffers for it. You know, yeah. when it was just the one guy doing the stupid thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I heard a commentary on, on on Fox News, and you know the reaction is, "Oh, it's Fox News." But I I, I actually checked them all out, and 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 you know if, if you obj- if you approach these things objectively, even radical commentators make good points from time to time, whether they're right or left. And I try to take as much information in as I can. And I don't remember who who the commentator was, but th- they made a point that every few years we have a new class of professional victim they say yep and and right now it's the uh transsexuals okay oh. they, they look for things there's something that they they dig for to find that you have um you know uh offended or you know that you're trying to put them down or whatever. And, uh, you know, I I don't want to piecemeal out the the rights of anybody. That's not my point. But it does seem like, you know, that that there is a certain craze that goes on for a few years until they find something else to harp on. And and the vast majority of people, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm an older than you guys. I've been involved in a lot of conversations. Some of them mean, some of them not so mean. I don't know that I've ever heard anybody talk at all about transsexuals. No. I, I don't know that it's ever come up.
0: Yeah, I've never well, seen it. such a low minority
2: that nobody really cares. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't care what you do, but when you're getting up in my face about stuff and telling me, oh, you have to address me this way or that way or whatever, and you're being a dick about it, then of course people are going to ignore and marginalize yeah. you. I mean, that's yeah. just how it is.
3: And, and, and quite frankly, I'm not saying that I'm a saint, but I, I can't ever imagine myself being rude to anyone. I mean, if I, I ran into somebody in, in a... You know, waiting in line to get a table at a restaurant or something like that. Would I, you know, treat them badly? or Would I say right. something underhand? That's not me. I mean, I, that's just not something I would do. And if there was somebody there that was whatever, what, whatever category of, of person that they identify as, um, I would respect that. And talk nice. How are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. And I, that, that would be I would never I, I don't know that this has ever come up. I'm sure that there are bad people out there who have done bad things to any, just about anybody, okay? But what's happening now is too many people are getting caught in the meat grinder who who are the wrong people to be used as whipping boys. they are people who would never have done anything that are getting their lives destroyed by all this stuff. Um, so anyway, I don't know apparently kevin hart did issue some sort of a statement uh to the lgbtq community um so um we'll see what happens there but chances are he's gone out of that job so we also talked last week about uh um uh it's cold outside the christmas song yeah and uh you had mentioned that the version that you liked was dean martin yeah. Shit. Okay. I, I don't recall that version. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to. Uh, but anyway, because I know a lot of people do. And, and I got to tell you, this, Christmas music, by and large, is not my strong suit. Okay. Because right. if, if it was up to me, all the stations would stop playing the Christmas music. But that's beside the point. All of it.
2: <laughs> if, if, it was, if it was up to me, Christmas music would be illegal.
3: Yeah. But anyway, uh I didn't know that uh uh he had an active uh, daughter. Apparently she's a singer too. Uh, Deanna, uh, uh Martin. Huh. Um yeah, he his um his uh, 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 uh Dean's daughter. Uh, said that her, his her dad would go insane if he heard the talk about this song right now. Oh, he would yeah. go insane.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't. They couldn't live in today's times, man. Them were old school gents, bro. Yeah, Th- them dudes—they couldn't live in a day's world. They'd never make it. Yeah, some of the stuff they've done to music now, and some of the shit they've made, they ain't no way to hell. <laughs> yeah. there ain't no way. Frank Sinatra's yeah. probably roll over in his grave.
2: Yeah, Frank Sinatra would have gotten Me too' so fast.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. probably, probably. You're right. He loved his women. I ain't gonna lie about that. Yeah, but- yeah. I don't think he ever had to give nobody a Jell-O pudding pop. I can tell you that. I think everyone of them got what. The, I think everyone of them got what they wanted. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think he ever had to force nobody. I don't think that ever yeah, but- happened. You know, so,
2: like, a bunch of people or one woman or whatever would have said, oh, well, he, he brushed his hand on my ass that one time. Oh, and then, yeah. Then 50 others would come out and say, oh, he took a picture with me with his arm around me without my, you know. Just It's getting that ridiculous. Oh, dude. yeah,
0: it's getting that bad. You're right.
3: Yeah. It's getting bad. Yeah.
2: I mean, have you seen the um the accusations against Neil deGrasse Tyson?
3: Yes. Uh, he denies it. But apparently, what, what are they up to now? Four? Yeah, it's three four. Or four? Is it, it for now?
2: now? Who is this? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Also he's known nasty. on Facebook as Black Science Man.
3: Yeah, he's a physicist. Uh, I don't know who it is. Physicist, yeah. Okay, oh, he know, did I, the
0: newest uh, version of Cosmos. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, oh, yeah. He was in the nature. Uh, he's at the museum. Uh, which museum was it? I think it was the Nature Museum. They got a science fiction le- or science level where the astronomy and all I,
3: I, Yeah, I believe he's, a, he's the he's the director at the Hayden Planetarium or something like that yeah uh yeah, um, here we go. I, the best thing I can say about that is this: you know, um, what I always say, you, you don't automatically defend the person, don't automatically uh, convict the person whether, whether on, uh, based upon whether or not you like them or dislike them. We'll just have to find uh, where the evidence goes., yeah, he he issued quite the uh, lengthy statement on Facebook. Um uh, uh, going through all these things and, and trying to explain what happened, um, the vast majority of people that I noticed on social media are defending him. Uh, there are a few people that are you know going after him uh, but um, here again we'll just have to wait and see and, you know I, I say that about people all the time. You, you just have to you know let the investigation go forth. Uh, let journalists investigate it, if, if, the, if the authorities are getting involved in that, and apparently they are, uh, to investigate these things, then uh, you know, we'll just have to see, you know, find out where the evidence leads us, and just in the true spirit of science, you know, weigh the evidence and uh, take it from there. But it is disturbing that <clears throat> it does seem like some of the people that are the, the most liked now are getting hit with these kinds of accusations, people that you would never expect. Um, I have talked to some of my female friends about this, and they all seem to be unanimous in the fact that it's always the guys you don't expect. Yeah, uh, I would and I, and I would believe that. I mean, I worked in the bar business for years, and I can tell you the guy that's standing on the bar stool uh, telling women to shake their ass and all that kind of stuff, as offensive as that is, he is not the guy that's going to put something in your drink. Right. Okay. The guy that's going to put something in your drink is is going to be the guy that, you know, that's, is like the man of your dreams. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know about that either, but that you're right. We'll just have to find out where that goes. What I do want to talk about here is, is, you know, um, Kyrie Irving made the comment a while back about the flat earth. And apparently he, he, apparently he did redact that. I he you know, he modified it. So I'm walked it back somehow, you know, which is fine. Uh, But I don't know if you guys have caught this. And one of the reasons why I have shoot for the moon on our thing is that Stephen Curry of Golden State said on a podcast, uh the winging podcast. I'm not sure what that is. And, you know, those podcasts can get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I know yeah. that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um I fully he, expect
2: he, to get crucified ten years from now for this episode.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he he's he's uh, expressed doubts. I don't have the exact uh, words here that a man actually landed on the moon. Oh okay. Now um, uh, what are those? Uh, he, he, here's the uh, he, here's the thing with that. Um, uh, that's probably a, a more common thing, a more reasonable thing. To doubt, as opposed to the Earth not being round. Okay, um, I, I, I could probably have some connection <laughs> with somebody who would express doubts, especially in the wake of Watergate and so many other things that happened since the uh, moon uh, landing. That uh, you know, you could make the the thing that there was a conspiracy and all this. Now, why somebody would 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 do this uh, just for for the sake of doing it is a whole other argument, but. I mean, it is conceivable that something could be faked. Yeah. Uh, But uh, also here, on the more practical side of this, is this. As you guys know, I'm very much a fan of science. And there were thousands of people involved in that space program, all of which would have had to have kept their mouth shut. Right. And there was probably a core of I'm guessing maybe 2 to 300 scientists who knew every step of the way how that was done every step of the way okay um and at the time there the technology throughout the world wasn't as common as it is now but certainly Russia had the ability to track that space shot i mean they would have known if those Radio signals and all that weren't coming from where they were coming from. <laughs> okay, true. Um, and and uh, uh, n- Russia would have at, at the time the Soviet Union would have enjoyed nothing more exposing than us than yeah. to embarrass the United States. Oh, there yeah. would have been there would have been uh, you know they they, they there's n- there would, that would have been the crown jewel of what they would have liked to have exposed. And uh, Russia at the time, of course, had a, had a very, uh, you know, the, uh, active space program. Their technology was yeah. well in in uh, in place to track that whole thing. I think at one and, time they uh, we were ahead of us. Oh, absolutely, sure, yeah. yeah. They were aiming yeah. for the moon, and that was one of the reasons why we were in a hurry to get there. Yeah, they
2: were the first ones to get a satellite into space and around Earth's orbit. Yeah, they beat right. us with that. That was Sputnik. Yeah.
3: And, and now nowadays, uh, a lot of countries, have, China probably most certainly could track it, and a lot of other countries could track anything that the United States is doing in space. So th- there isn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, uh, sneakery that you can do. And, you know, I'm really amazed when you, uh, I-, I don't know if you guys follow Elon Musk and-, and SpaceX. What that guy has done with SpaceX is incredible. I mean, he has done uh, with rocket technology. Uh, what a lot of major advanced countries could not do. And the kind of people that are working for him fully understand the technology that was utilized during the Apollo program. And there's so much more knowledge you know, in, 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 that, in that culture of people uh, th- that it's almost like these these kinds of conspiracy theories are thrown out there by people who don't even know anything about the most rudimentary scientific technological advancements that we have that came from the space program, and it's unfortunate when when celebrities um make these kind of comments th- that uh you know they influence a whole generation of people who just automatically go with it because their hero said that um and it it's so it's it's to me it's a uh It's a scientifically sacrilegious thing to do to so many people who, you know, Newton, Isaac Newton, centuries ago, knew it was possible to go to the moon. Oh, yeah. And and we stood on the shoulders of people like him, his his, uh, formulations and his predictions about – what do it would take to uh, attain escape velocity, and and all of these other things were true. He he pretty much knew what a man would weigh standing on the moon. I mean, there's no hocus pocus here. Okay, the, the, these are, are are people who who just simply use the rules of science to achieve. Even though it's almost 50 years ago, it is still held up as one of the greatest scientific achievements that we've ever done. So, you can understand my uh, my anger when I hear something like this. That's kind of my position on it. Yeah. Um, I'll start with Jack on this. What do you say? Well, what, what's your reaction to this, Jack?
2: One of my favorite videos on the internet is that video on YouTube of Buzz Aldrin punching that conspiracy
3: theorist. Yeah, in the face. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He did um, that. He-
2: I mean, he, the guy's an athlete. He's not exactly a brain trust, at least in most cases. I mean, you know, right. and honestly, if unless you have some kind of degree in the field, I don't really give a crap what your opinion is on things but um i mean yeah you gotta you're gonna have that certain subset of crazy people out there i mean it if you look at like the 9-11 conspiracy theory
1: yeah. where they say the government oh,
2: orchestrated it
1: yeah
2: and there had to have been thousands of people who were involved in this plot to kill four thousand americans and not a single person blew a whistle on this yeah i mean really no way it's
0: uh, dumb yeah yeah um, but uh that reminds how, I me of the, Richard Nixon got caught, and I wouldn't, but a few. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reminds me of this one meme I saw
2: one time, and it had like the, the Stanley Kubrick set for like you know faking the moon landing, like on the actual moon. And it said Stanley Kubrick uh, faked the moon landing, but he was such a perfectionist, he insisted that it was done on the moon.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to do it on location. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's your uh, uh, take on it, uh, Shane? I think anybody
0: that thinks we didn't go to the moon's a fucking idiot. That's my take on it. Cause how yeah. in the hell do you think we fake that shit, man? That's the stupidest damn theory I ever heard in my life. Well,
1: I yeah,
2: knew a they- couple of people in college who like claimed that we never like land on the moon, but otherwise they were pretty smart people. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was kind of I see, he, I was yeah, crazy. Crazy. you can have yeah. that
0: concept I just don't understand it and even the only thing worse than that is these dumbasses that believe the world's flat that's the dumbest ass thing I've ever seen yeah, I can, that's really you can yeah. look at the sky and the arc that it makes you can tell the world's round you dumb fucks yeah. how the hell also, do you think like, it's flat it, you look up in the sky and see, be square one thing I've noticed, I've watched a lot of Flat Earther videos
2: because those idiots just amuse me to my core. And a lot of times, they illustrate their concepts with children's toys. And another thing they do is like when they have a picture of what they think the Earth looks like, and like yeah. there's all this water falling off the edge, well, then how are we replenishing our water supplies in our oceans? Is it just magically like flowing back underneath the disk and then coming back up? Yeah. I mean, okay. So we didn't run dry millions of years ago because all the water fell off the edge of the Earth. And there's yeah. even some of them now who go, yeah, the Earth is flat, but all the planets are round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sun is yeah. round. It's like... The mental gymnastics needed alone just blows my mind, dude.
3: Yeah, I, I, it would be hard for me to even make a case about the Earth uh, being a sphere because it, it, if if you don't can't accept it by now, there's certainly nothing that I am going yeah. to say that's going to change your mind. Ph- I mean, well, actually- a
0: photo and everything else. Nah, hell, ain't that what we can do for you.
2: I actually yeah. knew a flat earther in real life, and I just I couldn't take him seriously after he told me that he believed the earth was flat, was like not messing with me. Yeah. Like, everything that he told me afterwards, I just couldn't, couldn't take seriously you anymore. Had to go home and, and the was guy was probably. in nursing school. Oh, this God. guy was in nursing school, and is probably now a nurse.
3: So Yeah. No. Uh, I, well, you know, that's one of the things that, um, uh, you know, getting back to Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson. He's somewhat of a, and and this is my opinion. I like the guy. I I very much like the guy. He seems like a very personable person. I I certainly would like to meet him someday. Um, But he's somewhat of a pop culture scientist. Okay, but at least he is bringing awareness, um, you know, to young people about science. Uh, he, he's, he, you know, beyond the scope of science fiction, he's, uh, bringing in, you know, uh, if you ever, uh, watched his lecture on spaghettification, um, are you familiar with that, Jack?
2: Yeah. That's, uh, when you're falling into a black hole and like exactly. how it unravels yeah. your,
3: yeah. Yeah. And you, you, you are reduced to a stream of atoms, <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. like being sucked in, Um uh, you know, th- that's, that is, uh, you know that's real interesting stuff. It's not, you know, stories. And I, I, I'm glad that he is at least doing that because I I, do, I don't believe that we have enough of that. No, we don't no. have enough. In, we don't have enough interest in real science. Um, there people who are interested in science are referred to as nerds. Um, and and unless you're playing a video game, uh, you know you, you're your love of technology is it or science or anything like that is a punchline um and uh, I, I we i that's just something that that, bug, that bugs me um you know you have children uh, shane how do you feel about that about what about how we view science
0: oh yeah um yeah I think it's. Uh, I hope my kids are good in science. Myself, I never was, but it wasn't because it was just something I was very weak at. Right, the only, right. The only the only science I was ever good at, surprisingly, was physics. I was pretty. That's good
3: That's a that's a tough one. That yeah, can I,
0: be for, sure. for some reason I actually caught on to that pretty quick. Uh, for some reason, but like biology, couldn't give a shit. I was a little bit interested in astronomy. I do I do find that interesting. I can't grasp it completely, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's things they say that's just mind blowing. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, but uh, still, and yet, it's interesting. Yeah. But um, a lot of it I can't get into, you know. But uh, yeah. but um, I hope my kids get into it. I'd love for my kids to be good at science, yeah. and uh, I think we don't. I don't think we should give it the stigma that it's nerds. I mean, I think it yeah. should be that these are people are smart and intelligent and wanting to know more about
3: shit that's going on absolutely what's your take on it
2: I'm very pro science and uh, a lot of this anti-intellectualism that you've been seeing crop up more and more lately it's It's deeply disturbing
3: it is absolutely Uh, It
2: is. you know people giving you crap for being smart or for you know caring about the planet and stuff like that I mean I'm not some kind of hippie who chains himself to trees but I can definitely see how uh our actions and our inaction on some things is going to be very, very negative for our children and grandchildren in the next fifty years.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, yeah. Lately,
2: they've been doing uh, like salt st- or tests on like freshwater rivers in the United States, and they're saying that uh, the salt levels in the rivers will be up fifty percent by twenty one hundred. As yeah. a result of some industry and so, you know some stuff like that, and um, and we're just refusing to do anything about it. Yeah. And then all this defunding of NASA, all this like attempted defunding of, you know, other sciences and the EPA and everything, it's just yeah. it's kind of mind-blowing that we're the only country doing that whereas the rest of the world is actually starting to take these things seriously.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh th- that's the thing too. Uh you know, w- when you talk about conspiracies, the right often says, "Well, you know, it's, it's a conspiracy to talk about climate change because what, what they really want to do is change the fundamentals of our economy, and they're using this as an excuse to do it. Well, you know what? I There's a, there's a lot of suspicion that Exxon and some of the big oil companies knew that there was uh, something going on with, with climate change years ago. Years, oh, like way, well, way back in the 70s and 80s. It's been proven that they knew about it. And, uh, uh, you know, this is the type of thing that, uh, yeah, well, there's a lot of manipulation of the facts on both sides. And now we're getting to the point where there's pretty much universal agreement that something is going on. And, uh, you know, what what are we going to do about that? That's the that's the key thing. I'm actually
2: pretty sure a bunch of internal memos at uh, uh, Exxon or Exxon Mobil were from like the 70s and 80s regarding climate change were leaked recently.
3: Yeah, well, there there was uh, some evidence that they actually made a lot of those oil platforms uh, with adjustments for for changes yeah. in sea level <laughs> way back before it was it was even talked about in the general public. So, but anyway, um, let me just say this: I, I really. The space program, when it, I, the technology that we're utilizing right now—microprocessors, uh, communications, fire retardant ma- materials, uh, medicine, uh, aerodynamics for airplanes, wind shear protection, weather prediction—I could go on and on here. GPS. This, yeah, there's all, absolutely all these things came from from the space program, and. Uh, uh, I, I, I really have a hard time when people say, why do we want to go to space when they don't have any idea of, of what that is? Are you, are you a heavy breathing over there? What's going on there? Shane? <laughs> it's <laughs> not Shane. me. Okay. i about be up uh, on the mic. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, to make a long story short, the, the space program has, has paid us enormous dividends. And I'm sure it will continue to do so. In yeah. terms of the understanding of our world. Uh, we wouldn't you know, have technology without it. Uh, you know, the, the the betterment of our lives, the betterment of the economy, new materials, new industries, all these things. So I'll, I'll leave that there. I'll, one more final note. We're down to the final minutes here. But I do, I, I do want to tell you, again, Shane, you have kids, so I'll ask you this. Do you let them eat raw cookie dough? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know whether their mother does or not because she likes to eat that crap, but I don't eat it. No. Okay. The Center for Disease Control, the CDC, um, issued this statement today that that is an unhealthy thing to do. Yeah. That raw cookie dough can make you very sick, and. Obviously, uh, bad things can happen because these are things that you were that you are ingesting that were never designed to be ingested. Right. Um, they have to be cooked, so that's something that right. I, I know this. Yeah, I know something that uh, things this time of year. You know, everybody's baking cookies and they're screwing around in the kitchen. They got flour everywhere, and the kids are lapping it all up. Just be very careful what you. Uh, you know, let people ingest. And it's not just kids. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just can't resist the temptation to lick some raw a batter yeah. off of their finger or whatever before they put something in the oven.
2: Me and my uh, sister used to get into fist fights over who got to lick the blender uh, attachment.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I've uh, done
0: that.
2: Yeah. I used to eat raw cookie dough all the time when I was a kid. I don't ever once recall getting sick from it. Now, chicken salad. I got sick from one time so bad that I was like laid up for three days. I won't touch anything with mayonnaise in it now.
3: Yeah, man, mayonnaise can go bad. Yeah, Like if you're out on a you know a picnic in the summertime, my advice is stay away from anything like that. Yeah, you know the you know, uh, potato salad, all that stuff. Man, you can get re- another thing that you can get food poisoning of, uh, and this is from my experience. I can tell you, you want, you never want to get food poisoning from seafood. Oh, wow, oh I hate but, it. I, hate uh, it's I mean, not a.
2: That's not a problem for me. I'm allergic. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You've you had it from seafood?
3: I've had it from everything at one time or another. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Bad luck of food, bro. Yeah, I My know. My mom I, ended I, up in the hospital from some scallops one time. God. Yeah, I believe that. I absolutely believe that. I do believe that. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, we covered a lot of territory in this podcast, and here again, I, I I certainly hope we didn't offend anyone. If you do have a comment, you can tweet us at Sweet Truth Radio on Twitter, and we generally try to answer uh, just about all of the tweets. And if you do have any show suggestions or something like that, uh, here again, we don't always take them all, but uh, something interesting you want to throw our way, we will definitely consider it. Tomorrow night, uh, Shane and his crew, in these layman's terms, will be on at eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Any preview there, Shane?
0: No, just our regular, usual selves doing our stories about crazy crap happening in the world and just talking about this and that.
2: We've been kind of too nice to scout lately, so we need to correct that. But we
0: are—we do have the (laughs) skit with the hip hop artist that we were talking about. We did have to reschedule, and I'll mention it again tomorrow night on the show, but we did have to reschedule because he had some health issues. Uh I ain't going into all his personal detail, but I will say health issues. So we had to reschedule. It's not going to be tomorrow night. It's going to be a week from tomorrow night, the 18th.
3: We'll have that interview. Yeah. Uh, That's good. We're good to know. We will be back. The Sanctuary of Sweet Truth will be back Thursday night. And then again, and that's kind of later, that's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jack, you got any closing words? Or are you good?
2: Uh, not really. Just look into this stuff before you blindly believe it. Yeah. I yeah.
0: yeah. And, the only thing, uh, say, only thing I'll say is if you were offended tonight, just take your two fingers on each hand and reach up and rub your temples and breathe real easy. You'll be fine. <laughs> Don't let it get
3: well. Yeah, we're basically nice guys here, and it's hard to cover every nuance of every little thing in in forty five minutes. Right, and uh, you know what we were talking about there with the PC correctness, with the Kevin Hart, and and uh, the, uh, the 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 people who always have a political political agenda driven on some sort of uh, you know uh, a class being offended or a type of person being offended. I, we want to be very. I don't think – I could think – I'm pretty sure I can speak for all three of us when I say we would never condone treating anyone badly based upon who they are or what they no. believe or what their sexuality is. Uh, that, that's not the point, and that's the trap you always fall into because anytime you, you call out somebody deliberately creating a controversy based upon one of these things, you get accused of not being sensitive to the person. And that's not the case at all. Okay, but I believe we've reached a tipping point now where we have to recognize that some of these things are concocted to raise a controversy, to raise a stir on social media, to get people to have to resign from from doing the Academy Awards or whatever. And there's an agenda behind it, uh, an agenda, let's say, of just controversy for the sake of stirring stuff up. And uh, uh, yes, absolutely absolutely. I am totally against anyone uh, being mistreated, uh, and certainly I'm absolutely against violence of any kind toward anyone. And I believe all three of us are on that same page. Oh, yeah.
2: I um, the so mindset, you know, like, I don't care what you do until you're an asshole to me, and then we have a problem. It's like, yeah, it's, absolutely. You know, assholes come in all shapes and sizes and all colors of the rainbow, you know?
3: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I, you know, I never generalize the group of people, but, you know, an asshole is
3: an asshole. Yeah, i yeah. don't mind. there's plenty of them. Oh, there's yeah. plenty. There is absolutely plenty of them. All right, very good. That is our show for tonight. Once again, if you have any questions, you can tweet us at Sweet Truth Ra- uh, Radio, And Sweet Truth Media is the uh, other company, that uh, other uh, Twitter account that Shane has for some of his other uh, podcasts and other things that are going on. Have a great evening, and we will talk to you on Thursday.